Welcome once again to The Real Money Show with Guildhall Wealth Management. I'm your host, Darren Long, my partner here, Jeremy Wiseman. And I'll tell you, Jeremy, busy show. That was an interesting sound you just made. Hopefully that was coming from the cup that you're lifting there. Anyways, needless to say, a great week for gold and silver. Lots to talk about. A few hits, quick hits here and there. Uh, Twitter.com slash WM. That's the contest. Go there through the show as you're listening. Uh, give the top tweet a retweet, a like for Guildhall, maybe a follow if you uh, feel fit to do so. And we are going to give away to one lucky person a 10-ounce bar of silver that's ongoing through the month of September and there is no purchase necessary there just simply go over to our Twitter page we'll call it out throughout the show uh, Jeremy a lot of points this week gold and silver uh, back in stable range little buying opportunity presented itself great healthy for the market we were looking for it lots of people took advantage of it congratulations to those who did and uh, currently a number of different little quick hits that are coming out and over the news wire that are adding some flavor to this week uh, one of which, of course, was Draghi. Mario Draghi, head of the European Central Bank, announces a new quantitative easing program. Comes as no surprise. How about you? Yeah, I think that was part of the reason why gold didn't didn't come down much at all uh, this past week because uh, Draghi came out and they've lowered interest rates yet again. Now they're, what, at uh, minus half a percent, mm-hmm. uh, minus 05 and they're going to be doing bond purchases every month. So we have the reintroduction of QE. I don't know about you, but I, I didn't. I knew it was going to happen. I knew QE was going to happen again. I didn't think it was going to happen this quick, quickly. Uh, but it probably shouldn't be a surprise because the EU never even, never even attempted or feigned at tightening at all, while at least Powell tried to tighten a little bit um but here we are things have things have turned around very quickly in the markets so um obviously that's kept a a nice floor and a nice bid under gold where after the recent runs i certainly expected the market to come off a little bit more than it actually has well again if you are looking for bargains Uh, I'm not so certain at this point in the rally, we're going to see the bargain basements that we did a few months ago, silver at $14 range. I'm not convinced we're ever going to get back there right now anyways. And gold back in the $1,100 range, I just don't think that that's feasible. $1,200 range, not going to happen. Uh, Although that being said, there were a number of people that we must congratulate this week for taking advantage of that dip and getting into the market. And whether you're cost averaging or a new client, guildhallwealth.com is the website where you can go and find out more information. And uh, no matter what type of account you want to set up, We do physical, folks, and that's what this show is about. Real money, physical gold, silver, and, of course, natural fancy colored diamonds. Now, Jeremy, sticking to this topic of uh, quantitative easing, what say you about the possibility of that happening here? I think it's definitely going to happen here. I think it's just a matter of time. We're going to see the interest rates continue to go lower. I think any pullback in the stock market Uh, any pullback in the economy and the Fed is going to have to resort to what they've done in the past. So we know QE is coming and we've said all of this all before. We said, look, this is, this is not a good recovery that we're seeing. It's an expansion for 10 years. And I was thinking about it even just this morning, this idea that it seems like, especially in North America, the, the central banks, the Fed, they, they they refuse to see a recession happen. They they just they, first of all they've never predicted one. 
they've never predicted a recession. Um, maybe it's just not part of their 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 job requirements, but they just don't want to see what would happen if another recession hits because the system was never resolved back in 2008 and everything has just gotten worse and they couldn't even normalize rates. So it's such a fictitious gain in the market over the last 10 years, though it's been a great advantage if you were a part of it. I think the, the Dow or something is up like 300% off the bottom of the market. So the question is how long, how far can it keep going things do not last forever and now the whole system is teetering and what's happened in Europe is just a perfect example of the teetering that's going on so how long do you figure it's going to be before QE hits the US well, I think it happens in the next 12 months to be honest with you I think that there's enough writing on the wall to point out some obvious and non-obvious factors about the potential of recession. But for me, and we'll go on through the show about it, one of the quick hits is what's happening in the big major sectors of data? Are we seeing things that point to more organic growth? Does it justify the highest stock prices in history? Or is this just built on the uh, on the foundation of, of more debt and more artificial uh, attempts to restart and package together something that will boost the economy higher? So far, it's been all falsities. There's nothing there that suggests this is going much higher, that the stock markets are going to double from here. And uh, quite frankly, I'm extremely concerned here at home because with the tariff talk happening and simultaneously the geopolitical instability around the world that that's causing, I really think the foundation is being set and established for very high uh, likeliness of recession in the next 12 months. And that, you know what, that leads into, I have a whole list here of uh, very smart people who are calling for much, much higher prices in gold and what their reasons are behind that. And I think that's something we can get to in the next segment. All right, guildhallwealth.com is the website. The contest for you listening, if you'd like a chance to win a 10-ounce bar of Royal Canadian Mint Silver absolutely free of charge is twitter.com slash guildhallwm. And there, if you retweet the top post for the rest of the month, you will get a single entry. And we'd love for you to like us or to follow us as well as we're looking to uh, help to grow and help share more information via Twitter. And that's a great way to do it. Also, the website, guildhallwealth.com. You can go there and investors' kits, they're free of charge. Request one today. Fill out the form. We'll send it to you. Or better yet, give us a call. We'd love to hear from you. One eight seven seven eight silver Now, when we come back, Jeremy, lots more to talk about. More quick hits. Uh, Ted Butler in silver. Big interview with Jim Cook. We're going to talk a little bit about that and uh, much, much more. Gold and silver going higher, folks. Stay tuned. We'll tell you why. You are listening to The Real Money Show with Guildhall Wealth Management on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. Welcome back once again to The Real Money Show with Guildhall Wealth Management. Uh, talking gold and silver, of course, real money, hard assets. Jeremy, we left that last segment talking a little bit about quantitative easing and expectations on gold and silver. We both think it's going higher. The world seemingly now is starting to come around and also share that opinion with us. A lot happening right now, strengths and weaknesses in the sectors. But in particular, you mentioned a lot of people talking about gold, some gold, you know, totally gold, bullish gold people, others not so much, just analysts in general, but all joining that same 
idea of thought, train of thought. Who's saying what right now? Yeah, and I think it's uh, – let, let's go through some of them. Uh, the biggest one for me this week was um, they had an interview about a week and a half ago on Kitco News with Canadian billionaire Frank Justra. Uh, he's the chairman of Leah Gold, and he said that we're just entering the third phase of the bull market in precious metals that started back in 2001. He points to exactly what we talked about in the last segment, which is QE in Europe, which is then going to be followed by the U.S., which he believes is then going to be followed by continuing currency wars. Um, and he says this about gold, quote, you would be reckless to not own gold, end quote. He goes on to say further in the interview that, quote, it's insurance. If you don't have any, if you don't have some insurance in your portfolio, you're crazy. And he, he, he also states that he is in the physical market and that he recommends that people own the physical product itself. Uh, so love that he's pushing that out there and the reasons behind why he sees the price of gold going much, much higher in the coming years. And he says it's also going to be completely explosive. So after that interview, there was actually another interview with a long-term gold market analyst who has not, who's been very quiet over the last few years. And his name's, for, for those who, who aren't familiar with him, um, his name is Peter Grandich. If you've been following the precious metal market for a long time, then you definitely know who he is because he was a very strong voice in this market back uh, through the last major run in precious metals. Now, he says as well, we are headed into the third phase of the gold market. And he also uh, echoes what uh, Justra said, which is that it is going to be explosive. Now, he says in terms of where are we in that third phase? probably something like the second inning of a bull market in precious metals. So don't be worried that the price of gold has gone from essentially 1200 up to 1500 or that silver's gone from, you know, the uh, just under $14 an ounce up to $18 an ounce here. He believes that the market can comfortably go above 2000. Um Darren, he's a little bit he he would he seems to think sort of the same thing that we do, which is he doesn't necessarily want to see a world in which gold is trading at $10,000 an ounce, even though it does have that potential. Um, he just doesn't necessarily like what things, what the world might look like at $10,000 gold. But I wanted to just pause there for a moment because if gold were to go to $2,000 an ounce and silver were to reach the 35 to 1 ratio that it did back in 2011 when gold went to 19 and silver went to 48, um, that would put silver in about $57. And if we were to get to the historic ratio of 16 to 1, it would put silver in around the $125 mark. So there is a lot of room to run in this market. Uh, there was another interview um, on financial uh, with the Financial Post, David Rosenberg, uh, the chief economist of Gluskin Chef. Uh, he talks about uh, why gold is going to continue to do well, and he says it is going to continue to do well based on the fact Da, 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 da. big surprise, interest rates are headed lower um, and that they will go into negative territory and that more countries are going to join the negative yield curve club, which I thought was a nice phrase that he coined there. And essentially, as interest rates go down, gold is going to go up. 
One of the reasons that we know and talked about on the show is the opportunity cost for owning gold. It won't be there anymore if we're talking in negative territory. One thing he pointed out, which I thought was really interesting, Darren, as you probably noticed, the U.S. dollar has not come off much recently, and yet gold went on a tear. And so even though gold came off from, let's say, 1550 down to 1500 it's still holding very, very strong. And so you have this U.S. dollar going up and gold going up. But, Darren, what happens when the U.S. dollar starts going down? Well, that's something that makes a significant significant dent in where the gold price goes so let's talk about that when we come back in the next segment you are tuned into the real money show and i would suggest you head over to guildhallwealth.com if you want to take a look at the product we have silver gold put it in depository account that's storage you can put it into your rsps tfsas we'd love for you to do that take advantage of those limits that you have on that tfsa account if you've never opened one before you can put up to sixty three and a half thousand dollars into that tfsa if you meet the requirements and that can be all in physical gold and silver what a great way to establish your tfsa long term and give yourself some protection for your wealth you are tuned into the real money show with guildhall wealth management and we are listening on global news radio 640 toronto Welcome back once again to The Real Money Show. Thank you for staying tuned. You are listening with Guildhall Wealth Management here at the helm. Myself, Darren Long, and Jeremy Wiseman, Vice President of Guildhall Wealth Management. And Jeremy, again, lots of people talking about how potentially gold and silver are going much, much higher. Uh, I have my own feelings and my own thoughts on the matter. I certainly think that silver, having just hit a fresh three-year high, gold having this past uh, few weeks hit a multi-year high, almost a 10-year high, and uh, establish itself in a new trading range, this is the very front end of a big bull movement, one that we saw back in 11, 2008, 2006, and 2004. Similar in terms of the cycle itself, and I believe gold is capable of going at least a bare minimum of twice what it is right now. So okay. into that you know, 28 to $3,200 range, and I believe silver, if it does that, the ratio between silver to gold shrinks somewhere uh, to around just below 50 to 1, maybe even below 40 to 1 like it did in the last rally. And if it does, that would peg silver at somewhere around 75 to 110 an ounce. And I mean, that's crazy to think like that because most people can't see that in their head. But talk to a person who bought silver at 6 or $7 when we were talking about the possibility of silver going to $50 an ounce, and they would have said the same thing. I'd be happy if it goes to 10 mm. because I'm making money. Yep. But it went to $50 an ounce. That's a reality that's already happened based on the same exact same fundamentals that are in place right now, gold as well. And it's done so, as you said in the last segment, and these people that are talking about it, it's done so while the U.S. dollar here, this current rally we're in, has remained very strong. So what does that mean? Or what does that lay out in terms of the path for gold and silver? Well, the second the dollar weakens, because whether people know it or not, pretty much every other major currency has seen uh, weakness and gold has made major gains in those currencies. In fact, in Canadian dollars, gold hit a high this year. Yeah. Right, It's crazy. Yeah. In the British pound, in, in all kinds of these different currencies, the gold hit these multi-year highs, in some cases, historical highs. And, and there's, a, there's definitely a case to be had where part of the reason why the U.S. dollar is keeping strength right now is because of the negative yield trend that 
that there are entities looking for some sort of yield, and that's and they're getting it in the U.S. because in the U.S. it's still at two percent, whereas in Europe it's at negative half a percent. So certainly that would be a, a plus towards towards uh, the U.S. dollar. But at some point the U.S. is going to be forced to lower rates, and that's when it could become a very negative. Aspect for the U.S. dollar. I think right now, talking about gold, you know, gold. We have hit those those uh, six-year, ten-year highs in gold. Silver hasn't broken through the highs of 2016, and even even Bloomberg Analytics was saying you should be buying call options if the, on any dip in the market. And right now, that dip is only a dollar fifty in in silver. So from a technical standpoint, I think. I certainly looked at silver recently and said, "Whoa, it moved up really quick. It moved up a lot really quick, and it's nice to see it pull back a, a little bit here because it gives people the opportunity to get involved in the market more." Um, getting back to David Rosenberg, we were saying in the last segment, he's the chief economist of, of Gluskin Chef. He also thinks that gold can surge much, much higher. Uh, he says that three thousand dollars an ounce, Darren, is more than a possibility. And obviously, we're not even at cycle highs yet. In other words, gold is still very much undervalued here uh, against the stock market, against the U.S. dollar, just everything where we are. And he's really not the only one.、Uh, there's so many more.、Uh, there was an article out on, in Bloomberg this week that Citigroup says that gold may top a record.、Um, the analyst at Citigroup says, "Quote: We expect spot prices to trade stronger for longer." Possibly breaching two thousand dollars an ounce and posting new cyclical highs at some point in the next year or two. So, that Citigroup saying that gold could go up over five hundred dollars within the next two years, and I could only imagine what the price of gold's going to do if silver's if the price of silver. Where it could go if the price of gold is to top two thousand within two years here. Well, once again, if you want to take advantage of the fact that you also believe gold and silver could be higher in price, there's no time like right now, the present, to be calling that number one eight seven seven eight silver or going over to the website guildhallwealth.com. It is our specialty, our expertise, if you will. We are going to help you and hold your hand every step of the way. We can get this into your RSP, a spousal RSP, maybe even RESP for the kids. And also into that TFSA. Now we haven't talked much about storage, so when we come back, I'd like to ask you a few questions about what's happening lately with your clients, Jeremy, and some、uh, information share, if you will, about what people are saying regarding storage and how it's working for them. And also, we're going to dip a little into what's being said here at home in Canada. RBC came out this week and had something to say about gold, and I think you'd be interested in hearing exactly what they said. You are tuned into the Real Money Show with Guildhall Wealth Management. Remember, Twitter.com/slash/GuildhallWM gives you a chance if you retweet the top post to win a 10-ounce bar of silver. We'd also love a like. And for you to follow us along, because we share a lot of information on Twitter, Jeremy, you're very active on Twitter. Our firm is very active on Twitter. We love sharing information, so please go over and get yourself into that contest. It runs now through the end of September, and、uh, you are listening to the Real Money Show on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Back once again with the Real Money Show, GuildhallWealth.com, and Darren and Jeremy. Now, if you've been tuned into the show, we've been talking about silver and gold this week. Another tremendous opportunity, and an otherwise very 
healthy, bullish turn of events here over the last month, Jeremy. And this just takes me back to when we saw this happen in 2010. Lo and behold, here's you and I doing the show in 2010 uh, on this very station talking about silver at the $18 range, saying we'd be happy if it was to reach maybe 2021 by year's end. And in fact, that year by Christmas, it got to 25. Well, a month ago, I don't know if you recall, if you remember, we were talking about what would make us happy price-wise. We're sitting in the $15 range, and we said that by September 1st, we'd be happy to see $18 an ounce. Well, not only did we get to 18, silver's now been to 1960 and change. And this little pullback that people have been taking advantage of hand over fist here is very similar to what we've experienced in previous bull markets. Now, the analysis is popping up everywhere, and people are talking about it. Lo and behold, this guy and that guy. Well, here at home in Canada, RBC Capital Markets came out this week, and they raised their gold forecast based on what's been happening. Their research <coughs> analyst, James Bell, wrote a note saying that the group expected the macro outlook for gold to continue to improve and that it had materially improved in the last month and that real rates in the U.S. and globally will continue to push gold prices to new highs, meaning they expect to see the price over 1923 an ounce, its previous high of 2011. The note emphasizes that uh, generalist investors, which are our clients, people who invest in whatever they want, all over the place, a little bit of this, a little bit of that, that's who comes to Guild Hall. Generalist investors are still underweight in gold. And I would go back to what Canadian billionaire Frank Joustra says when he says, quote, you would be reckless to not own gold. It's insurance. If you don't have some insurance in your portfolio, you're crazy. We've talked about that, Darren. We've said this is the insurance portfolio, and you can't buy insurance after the fire. You're seeing the negative interest rate trend occur. You know that the Fed is lowering interest rates. They just they just uh, started initiated quantitative easing in Europe. It's going to happen in North America as well. And we know that a recession's on the horizon, and it might come in six months. It might come in three months. It might come in a year and a half. But it's, it is on the way because there's been an expansion for 10 years, as anemic as it is, and there was never a return to normal. I think that the next major crisis, which is going to happen, is going to make, uh, make 2008 look like a dress rehearsal. Because we had long, we had uh, the saving and loan crisis in '87. You had long-term capital in the mid '90s. You had the dot-com bubble in the late '90s. You had the subprime crisis in 2008. Guess what? A crisis always happens. It's historical fact. So we know that something's coming, and you can see the trend in here. What we're talking about today of all of the major banks, anyone who's worth their salt in the financial industry, is saying. Yeah, you should probably have some gold in your portfolio. Now, for us, that's physical. For us, that means physical gold and silver because when gold starts going, silver's going to outperform. That's also if you look at every bull market in the history of precious metals, you see that silver start, starts out slow and then starts to play major catch-up and that it can outperform. But it's a smaller market, so it is more volatile, but there's more money to be had there for sure. At Guildhall, we deal in only physical product. And that product is always owned directly by the client. So even in the registered account, clients receive 
inventory reports that show that their product specifically is being held in their own sub-account. Well, if you go over to guildhallwealth.com and you want more information and you would like to own gold and silver, which, by the way, folks, if you're listening and you're tuned in and you know anything about gold and silver, it's not complex. It's not reading a very complicated statement, trying to figure out by having to research what you actually own with your money. It's a bar of silver, a bar of gold, or a coin of either choice. It's very simple. The gold price is X, and when you sell the gold prices, Y. Whatever, right? And in between there, all you're doing is counting your profits when the markets rise like they're doing right now. Now, that is something that I think is simple, easy to understand, and a fun way when it comes to the protection and insurance of your wealth. And now, as we're seeing in the bull market, the growth of your wealth. Wouldn't it be great to turn around and say, hey, I participated in that 30% rally. That felt great. I want some more. Yeah. But I do find uh, for people who are new to the market that the difference between investing in a stock, let's say, which is paper and the cost of doing business might be depending on how much you purchased and what your what your trade fee was, whether it's five dollars or pennies or ten dollars, um, you know your break even might be five might be five cents, it might be twenty cents, it, it depends, right? Uh, but I do find um, that first time buyers of physical metal um, do kind of get caught up in the minutia of the physical product itself. Uh, don't you find a little bit of that sometimes, Darren? Well, I think too that uh, people's expectations have been such that over the years, as time has developed, financial instruments have become more complex. The The notion of what I should and shouldn't do has become, I'm hands off. I let somebody else take care of it for me. When in reality, this is the time and place in which an individual should be concerned where their money is. They should be taking note and taking stock of exactly what they have, pardon the pun. But in the reality of gold and silver world, it couldn't be easier. It's a bar of gold and silver. It gets stored or taken home. It gets put in your RSP, your TFSA, or both. You can put it into uh, an allocated finance account, which we'll touch on when we come back in the next segment. But it is simple. Yeah, I think uh, it, it, overall it is simple. But I think that um, what, what can happen sometimes is that because we're dealing in a physical product, and a lot of times people who come to us to own physical precious metals, they love the fact that we're transparent. And they want to understand where where the nickels and, and dimes go within the fat, within the physical bar itself, and that's something that we actually walk through step by step with our clients. What goes into making up the price of a one hundred ounce silver bar? What goes into making up the price of a one ounce bar of gold? Because people can see, oh, there's a spot price. Let's say gold's trading at fifteen hundred, but it's twenty two hundred plus Canadian for me to actually buy the bar. What is that spread difference? How does that all work? And it's something that we show people at Guildhall step by step. And I think that they really appreciate that, um, you know, us being upfront about those things and being transparent. And it only adds to continued build, to build confidence with, with our clients, especially with registered clients and those who are storing the product in a depository. Guildhallwealth.com is the website, and you are tuned into The Real Money Show on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. Back once again, The Real Money Show with Guildhall Wealth Management. And Jeremy, not only do we talk about silver and gold, 
which I might add both are up, you know, 20 plus percent in the last 12 months and more recently in the last short while both performing extremely well so a big thank you to those who've come aboard to Guildhall but we also deal in natural fancy colored diamonds and we've been kind of quiet as of late because whether our listeners know or not and some of you will this is a very interesting time of year it's one where we do a lot of focus uh, put a lot of time and energy into finding out and listening very closely to what's happening in the pink diamond market but in particular colored diamonds like gold and silver well they benefit from the same set of fundamentals and as great as gold and silver are we can make the argument that natural fancy colored diamonds are all that and then some as well and may in fact be the perfect way to really bring this all together jeremy in fact yellows pinks all of the colors that we have here at Guildhall have been doing extremely well for years upon years upon years, even decades. And that's not going to stop anytime soon. This worsening economy is, in fact, only going to make prices go higher on natural fancy colored diamonds also. Yeah, I think one of the benefits of natural fancy colored diamonds is the lack of volatility in that market. Um, you know, at worst, we've seen um, a plateau in the market where it wasn't just a consistent gain, which is fine. I'd rather see a market plateau than a market go up and down and up and down and then a big down and then years for it to come back. We haven't seen that at all in the natural fancy color diamond market. Uh, pink diamonds being more rare, uh, the story of Argyle, that has continued to push the pink diamond market higher. Uh, blue diamonds, red diamonds, just based on their pure rarity of the color and the availability as a result has continued to push the market higher. I think yellow diamonds, uh, yeah, the, the market has plateaued a little bit over the last couple of years, but I see an opportunity there in, in so, sort of a similar way that uh, gold was out of the blocks and then silver started to take a, started to catch up. I think that the yellow diamond market is going to, is going to play catch up as well to the pink diamond market. And I think that, um, as you mentioned, Darren, I agree the fundamentals that are driving precious metals are also going to be driving natural fancy colored diamonds, but not just any natural fancy colored diamond. It has to be a rare, high quality natural fancy colored diamond. You can't just you can't just put a broad brush stroke on the natural fancy colored diamond market and say that all colored diamonds are created equal. That is not the case. You have to buy quality, quality, quality. And the higher the quality of the diamond, the more rare it is, the stronger the color with the quality, the more rare it is. And the more rare you can get to that diamond, uh, the, the better the gains are going to be in the long term. And I think that uh, all of anyone who's, who's acquired a natural fancy color diamond from Guildhall has benefited in the market. Um, we've seen a couple people who, over the years, who've sold early and, you know, made money or broke even simply because they had to sell and they didn't lose. So to me, I don't know if there's an investment out there that can benefit you that well. Try doing that with a white diamond. Try doing that with a fake white diamond or, or a synthetic white diamond, right? Uh, you, you just can't get those type of gains in, in a market. Now, we've seen people who have doubled their money in, in natural fancy colored diamonds in a relatively short period of time. And it is a market where money makes money. So the more you can invest, 
the stronger the rarity of that diamond, the better the gain. So it's a it's an incredible market, and it's really easy to learn about. And we suggest to start with our diamond booklet that we created last year, which does just gives a, a nice overview of the market. Doesn't have to get into too much detail, but if you want to get into detail after that booklet, we'd be more than happy to help you take the next step. One eight seven seven eight silver is the number, and I know it says silver, but we're all about colored diamonds as well. The, the website, guildhallwealth.com, you can go there, and as Jeremy said, get information. It's free of charge, folks. I highly recommend it. It should be part of a package of gold and silver if you're thinking of having and owning hard assets, using it to protect your wealth, and now to grow that wealth, to grow that value over time. A uh, little piece of information, Jeremy, we'll talk about it in the last segment maybe a bit more, but the Argyle Tender, the largest mine-producing pinks in the world lots of information to bring to the public about this they've added an extra special set of lots to this year's big auction they call it their tender auction and uh, i want to share that information with our listeners tell them a bit more about that and why it is that we could take a dollar today and maybe add as much as 50 percent or more tomorrow and let's talk in the last segment about the gain potential, specifically in pink diamonds, what's happening with that new tender uh, auction that people are paying attention to. And this is crazy, crazy because the opportunity of a lifetime is being presented for investors right now on a mine that is closing next year. Yeah, and I think we should talk about what's going on with the supply of quality pink diamonds right what now. What supply? There is none. Uh, uh We'll wait till the next segment. Yeah, we'll tell you why. <laughs> Guildhallwealth.com is the website, one eight seven seven eight silver Go there. You are tuned into The Real Money Show. We will be right back. You're listening on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. Last segment of The Real Money Show. I'm back with Darren Long and Jeremy Wiseman. Both of us, we're here because we love what we do at Guildhall Wealth. We talk about real money, physical gold, silver, and in the last segment, natural fancy colored diamonds. Jeremy... The Argyle Tender coming up, uh, synonymous with rarity and beauty and, more importantly, making money for people, coming up very shortly. In fact, bids closing at the end of September, early October, and we're going to know what happens diamond price-wise, but this is the time of year, as we said earlier in the show, in which we see diamond prices generally will migrate higher. It'll be no different this year. We're going to see record prices at this tender auction, 64 lots, and they've now introduced a little tidbit of change in this auction. What they've done is they've put together an additional 64 lots, and each of these lots has in it a representation of diamonds that cover the entire spectrum of the color pink for all the various types from fancy light to the deepest, deepest vivids that Argyle has. And they've put those lots up for auction, some 211 total carats. The average size of those diamonds, Jeremy, 0.14. It's like Melly, tiny little tiny chips but they will pay exorbitant amounts of money for this. And it is the sign of the times. And you said in the last segment, we're going to talk a little bit about what the supply and demand scenario is for pink diamonds. Well, it's quite simple, folks. There is no supply. The Argyle mine is closing over the next 12, 15 months. There's going to be no more tenders. 
90% of the supply of pink diamonds gone, no new regions in the world ramping up with new pink supply, and pink is an in-demand color. Yeah, we've seen at Guildhall, and you know, Darren, if a good, if a good diamond comes along, Paul snaps it up. Mm-hmm. Whether we need it in the collection at the time, right? Because there's always certain diamonds that we might be looking for. We're looking for a 0.45 or a 0.30, something to fill the collection and if uh, and make it well balanced. But if something comes along and it's a, a high quality, intense pink, uh, you know, we usually snap them up. But we're not even getting any offers from our dealers. In fact, we had a dealer mention that we shouldn't even be offering to sell our half carat pinks. Right. Literally said, you should not even offer to sell those right now, given what's going on in the marketplace. And so I think that prices for pink diamonds in the next couple years are going to be much higher. I think in the next 10 years, I think it's going to be laughable how much higher they get. I think it'll be interesting to see who wants to sell diamonds right when the mine closes as if that's the time to, to sell. Um, you know, in the next five years, the only pink diamonds that will be available will only be available from the secondary market. Meaning the only pink diamonds that are going to be available of the type of quality that we've been selling at Guildhall are going to be coming from Guildhall clients themselves who have owned pink diamonds. And I wonder if they're even going to want to bring those diamonds back to market at that time. So that's what we do at Guildhall. I think that's one of the biggest reasons to consider Guildhall if you're considering an investment in a natural fancy color diamond is that we've gone out and invested in these diamonds. We've put our own money into these diamonds. We know what they're worth. We know how beautiful they are and what the quality is. And we're actually willing to assist our clients with the secondary market, which is something that is pretty much unheard of in in the marketplace. Guildhallwealth.com is a great resource, our website, for you to look at some diamonds and actually see what you're going to make a purchase of and also to request the free investor kit, which is comes to you no obligation and get some more information, learn about the four C's of color and diamond investing and the fifth C that we won't talk about. You should get it in the package. Paul talks about it all the time and that's currency, but save that for you. If you want to get that package and talk more about it, share some uh, time with us, talk about gold and silver. There is a number one eight seven seven eight silver. It's a great number to use. And we'd be happy to speak to you currently about that. Now, Jeremy, on the note of gold and silver in terms of ending the show today, we've got multiple resources citing reasons why gold and silver are going higher. In particular, we mentioned a number of gold analysts talking about expectations going higher here at home with RBC and you mentioning the uh, analysts from uh, Gluskin Chef and, and from Bloomberg and uh, Frank Justra and a whole bunch of others. But this is just exactly what we've seen repeat itself time and time again since we opened our doors. The chance of a lifetime happening yet again for potential investors, an opportunity of a lifetime to make protect and grow your wealth. And this is where it all happens right now. Before we end today, um, what is your thoughts on the best way to get involved in this market? Well, I think people should stick with the physical. As Frank Juster said, stick with the physical product. Uh, if you have a registered account, you can hold physical precious metals in a registered account, RSP, TFSA, Lira, Lyft, RIF, 
and all of that product is physically allocated to your own sub account at the vault you have unencumbered access to that product go there hold it in your hand as we like to say if you can't hold it you don't own it that's the same thing if you're acquiring a lot of product and you want to store it and make sure that it's secured and insured the cost within the registered account and in in the depository are very small compared to the management fees you're used to paying in your mutual funds, et cetera. And in this case, it's actually for something of purpose, which is to store the physical product and ensure it and make sure uh, nothing happens to it. So I think definitely take a look at the brochure for the registered accounts. Consider the depository. We didn't get a chance to talk today, but we do have allocated financing where instead of outlaying $22,000 Canadian for a thousand ounces, you could outlay about eight to ten thousand dollars still own and control that product and as the market rises you're gaining in equity just like you would with a mortgage and, and the real estate market so that's another option that we have but if you're very new to this market just get some physical product in your hand call us directly set up an appointment come to the office go to our e-store get some physical gold and silver in your hand and you will under you will know right then and there what the next step is for you lots happening over the next couple of weeks and we'll be sure to bring it to you right here on the real money show so please tune in next week catch this via podcast if you did miss it it's an opportunity for you to hear it from the comfort of wherever you are via whatever device you are using. We would like to make sure you get over to Twitter as well. We have a contest before we go, a 10-ounce silver bar free of charge to give away our thank you for staying tuned. Twitter.com slash GuildHallWM running through the month of September. Rules and everything are there. Retweet the top post. And uh, we will be coming back next week, and I think, Jeremy, we'll be talking about higher gold and silver prices. So very exciting times. Get in here, one eight seven seven eight silver it's one eight seven seven eight silver and call that number to get the free information so you can get started in gold and silver natural fancy color diamond ownership today you have been tuned into the real money show with guildhall wealth management on global news radio 640 toronto